and we know that the Prophet Muhammad sent Imam Ali and he sent the Imams and we know that they continue to have all of the authority and all of the abilities and all of the uh, forms of communication uh, with God that the previous prophets and messengers had, except it is not with God directly, but rather they are receiving them uh, from God in creation, and that is Muhammad sallallahu My dear brother Unar. Good to have you here. It's good to be here. So today we want to talk about prophethood, uh, prophets and prophecy. And we want to answer the question whether or not prophets and messengers still exist in our current day today. Are there still prophets and messengers? Is that possible uh, that they exist in this day and age? Well, when we look at prophets in the three major Western religions, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, uh, we find that they all share in this concept, in this idea, in this belief of the existence of individuals who were very sincere um, and they raised in degree uh, to a point where they were able to receive messages uh, from God. And even the Arabic word Nebi uh, comes from the word Neba. So Nebi, which is prophet, comes from the Arabic word Neba or news, because a prophet essentially is somebody who receives news from the unseen, news of the future. Um, and the word prophet in English is somebody who receives prophecies or gives prophecies, prophesizes things that will uh, happen in the, in the future. So uh, the name uh, of the prophet is indicative of what the role is and what it is that they um, are capable of receiving, right? In Judaism, uh, God sends these prophets and he continues to send them. Um, and then we don't have in Judaism really this idea that there was a prophet that came and said that there will be no prophet after me. Um, but prophethood discontinued. It stopped uh, with the Israelites. So they're not uh, inherently opposed to the idea that there will come prophets once again. Uh, but ever since they were expelled from Jerusalem by the Romans in the time of Jesus, um, or after the time of Jesus, uh, they have not received a single prophet or messenger um, that has come to Israel and claimed to have news uh, from God or uh, carry prophecies. And the Israelites, they largely, they're largely awaiting the appearance of, uh, of their Messiah instead of the uh, appearance of another uh, prophet or messenger. Uh, we have in Christianity uh, this idea that Jesus is not just a prophet, but rather he's the manifestation of God himself, right? And so they believe that from the time of Adam all the way till now, just like in Judaism, they share with him uh, belief in the same prophets and messengers 
that the Jews or the Hebrew Bible um, mentions, uh, but they differ on a couple of the latter ones. Uh, they differ in regards uh, in regards to uh, Zechariah. They differ in regards to John the Baptist, and they differ uh, in regards to Jesus. Uh, the Jews. Uh, they don't accept the prophethood of John the Baptist, even though he had a uh, small following of Jews, what was kind of large uh, following of, of Jews during his time, uh, but he's not considered in Judaism to be a prophet. And we, they also certainly don't believe in the goodness uh, of Jesus, the son of Mary. Uh, they believe him to be a false claimant. Uh, so in Christianity, the, the discontinuation of the sending of prophets and messengers uh, is for two reasons. One reason is because uh, the Jews were killing the prophets and messengers and uh, they crucified the Messiah, Jesus, the son of Mary. Uh, so there's no point in sending a prophet after that because who, who, who else are you going to send after the Messiah? The Messiah is kind of like the end of the story. And uh, because they believe that Jesus is the manifestation of God, that he's the appearance of God himself, um, they believe that you can't really uh, get better than that. That the story of all of the prophets and the messengers, they were leading to the coming of God uh, himself amongst creation. So you can't really follow that up uh, with anything. Uh, so they believe that Jesus uh, was the word before all the prophets and the messengers and, and uh, that he is, uh, you know, so he's the alpha and he's the omega. He's the ending too. Nothing uh, comes after him. As far as the Muslims go, they believe that the final messenger uh, is the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi and uh, they uh, believe that there, it's impossible that any prophet or messenger uh, come after the Prophet Muhammad. And they believe that the Prophet Muhammad uh, is mentioned as being the final uh, of the Prophets in the Quran and in the, in the Sunnan. He's explicitly stated that no other Prophet uh, will come after me. And so the question of do Prophets come after the Prophet Muhammad? Do they continue to come? Now, this is a question that's its answer is yes and no, uh, depending on the definition uh, of uh, prophet or messenger. If we look at uh, prophecy, the prophecy of the prophets themselves, we'd spoken about this before, and we talked about how they were receiving messages from God, and that there were three different ways of them receiving messages. Uh, it was either uh, speaking to God from behind a veil, or speaking to God uh, through an intermediary, like a, uh, a messenger that God has sent, um, or through inspiration. And uh, we spoke about how one of the forms of inspiration uh, takes place while, individual, while an individual is sleeping, and that is dreams. And uh, we know that dreams were a part of prophethood and prophecy. And we have examples of that uh, in the Hebrew Bible. Uh, we have the story of Joseph. Now uh, we have the, the, the visions of Daniel and, um, and others, whereby they're receiving communications or messages uh, from God that are encoded and they have to um, decode it. Uh, 
It's, it's, it's interesting to point out at this point that these prophets and messengers uh, were receiving these visions uh, from God before the time that they were sent forward as prophets and messengers. And uh, we see this in the story of Joseph, where he has the dream where there's 11 planets and the sun and the moon, and they're all prostrating to him. But at that time, he hadn't yet uh, reached uh, his uh, age of completion where uh, God sends him forward uh, as a messenger himself. And we see also in the Quran, uh, the verse that uh, states, you know, that you have believed in the vision, as such do we reward the good doers. And so the people that were chosen, the prophets that were chosen for prophethood or chosen to be messengers, a part of the reason why they were chosen and why they drew so close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is because they received uh, these visions, these communications uh, from God and because they believed in it. And because they believed in these uh, true visions, they were worthy of carrying more communications uh, from God. And so uh, we find that visions, true dreams, which is a part of prophecy, had actually existed uh, in the lives of the prophets and the messengers before they uh, were chosen and sent forth as prophets and messengers. And we also find that uh, this aspect uh, of prophecy uh, continues until this very day. And uh, that's a fact that people can touch in their day-to-day -day lives. For many people have seen visions um, and these visions end up uh, becoming true uh, on the ground. Uh, an example of that was my little brother when he was a, a child. And I'm sure many people have stories like this that they can relate to. Uh, when when my little brother was only uh, like six years old, he was uh, he was uh, very young. Um, he had a vision, and in the vision, uh, he he saw the Princess Diana, and Princess Diana was being choked by newspapers. Well, uh, he wakes up. Uh, he informs uh, the family about this dream that he had. And he was just, like I said, a child. Uh, he wasn't uh, watching really anything that's pertaining to uh, Princess Diana. There was no reason why Princess Diana uh, would be, uh, you know, in his, in his, you know, on, the, on his mind. But yeah, he sees this this dream. And uh, the very, uh, you know, a few hours later, after waking up and having uh, told us about this, we received the news. It was all over the the television, uh, we became aware of it, that Princess Diana had indeed died by being chased by the paparazzi, right? Or the uh, newspapers, uh, the reporters. And so we see that uh, my brother, uh, my, my young brother, who, who is, is not a prophet, he's not a messenger, um, was receiving a prophecy of something that is going to happen in the future and he woke up to it and it happened as he saw it. So we received that news through him um, before it took place. And certainly uh, dreams like this happen with people all the time. And, uh, you know, and, and this is way after uh, the time of the Prophet Muhammad. And it's also recorded that the Prophet Muhammad himself uh, saw visions that came true uh, before he was sent forth uh, as a uh, prophet or messenger.
We also have the Prophet Muhammad explaining uh, and leaving, and we, we have many narrations of his where he was extremely um, interested in the dreams that his companions had. And when his companions would wake up, he would ask them in the mornings when he would gather with them, did anybody have any glad tidings? And the glad tidings which he was asking about, or the Mubashirat was, the dreams uh, that they would have the night before in which they would, you know, he would look to uh, interpret them or receive through them uh, news from the, uh, from the heavens. Uh, and the Prophet Muhammad has left a plethora of narrations uh, that have been recorded by many companions uh, and uh, by the people of his household, his family members, that states, that is, that the Prophet Muhammad in it states that uh, the dreams, true dreams, is a part of prophethood. And that it is the only part of prophethood which survives until this very day. And so we do find by that meaning that prophecy and prophethood survives. Communication uh, from God is still possible through true dreams in this very day. An individual can receive inspiration from the Almighty uh, during his sleeping state or in a true dream. Uh, he can receive news of the unknown, warnings from God. And so just like in the past, uh, people would receive communications from God, premonitions, dreams, they would believe in it, they would draw closer to God, that door is still open today. People can receive communications from God through true dreams, true dreams believe in it, and uh, they can also speak it. Um, and so the same thing that was taking place with prophets back then, it is possible uh, that it happens uh, today. So we talked about uh, prophethood. Uh, what about messengers? Uh, are there messengers, though? Some people might say, okay, well, uh, you know, that's, that's fine that people will receive uh, true dreams, but nobody is sent forward um, as a messenger after the Prophet Muhammad. Uh, is that the case or is it not the case? And what we do find is that there are uh, messengers that are being sent uh, after the Prophet Muhammad and on the tongue of the Prophet Muhammad. And uh, one of those messengers was Ali ibn Abi Talib, who had the title of being the messenger of the messenger of Allah, Rasul uh, Rasulullah. And this was known, and it's stated in many of the uh, hadiths or the narrations. And we also have uh, in, uh, verses from the Qur'an that say, for every nation there is a guide, or for every nation there is a warner. And these verses from the Qur'an were interpreted by uh, Muhammad and the family of Muhammad, and they stated that these verses... The meaning of it is at the head of every century, uh, there is a messenger from the family of Muhammad, you know, who will establish the uh, religion or safeguard the religion and, and you know, or warn the people. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, 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 and another hadith states that for every, um, you know, for every time uh, and age, there is a messenger from the family of Muhammad that is sent forward.
okay and that he's like a, a hujja or a, a proof upon the people so it's not that for every nation uh, there is a warner for every nation there is a guide in the meaning of in the past the greeks were sent a messenger and the egyptians were sent a messenger and the phoenicians were sent a messenger and the babylonians were sent a messenger it means that but it also means that there's no time or age that is ever free from a messenger that is sent to him. But there's a difference here. In the past, there were messengers that were being sent from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In these narrations, these messengers that are appearing for every nation are messengers from Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi. Okay? So Muhammad then becomes this point where he is the one whom is the final messenger from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but he's also the opener, opener for a new uh, phase, and that is the phase of sending messengers from himself. So in short, there are, there are people that continue to, to have prophecies, and there are messengers, and this exists after the Prophet Muhammad. And we know that the Prophet Muhammad sent Imam Ali and he sent the Imams. And we know that uh, the Imams are proofs upon creation from God. And, and, and we know that the Imams used to receive visions uh, from God. And we know that the Imams in the narrations, they are enforced by the Holy Spirit. And we know that the uh, imams uh, in the narrations, uh, they continue to have all of the authority and all of the abilities and all of the uh, forms of communication uh, with God that the previous prophets and messengers had, except it is not with God directly, but rather they are receiving them uh, from God in creation and that is Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa So now the story is, is starting uh, to become more complete. And, and in order that people fully understand this, they're going to have to watch the episode that had to do with uh, Muhammad being God in creation and uh, some of the other previous lectures uh, that we've done uh, that had to do with the forms of communication uh, um, you know, and the, the, the meanings of, uh, you know, prophethood. But Muhammad sallallahu alayhi he becomes the perfect caliph of Allah. He becomes the perfect representative of God. He is the appearance of God in creation. He's the perfect manifestation of all of the traits and the names and the attributes of God. All of the names of God applies to Muhammad He perfected himself and he completed the whole point of creation. Why did God create mankind? You know, in the Quran it says, I have not created men nor jinn except that they worship me and worship me means to know me uh, in other hadith qudsis what does it say he says my servant uh, obey me and i'll make you like me i say to a thing be and it is and you'll say to a thing be and it is and so the point 
of creation, the point of being alive, is that we be like the Creator as much as possible. God created us in order that we may be completed and that we may be like Him. And so part of being like God is this ability to send forward messengers. When Muhammad reached the final stage of completion and he became the ultimate representation of God in creation, God left him the task of sending forward messengers. It's like an individual having a warehouse and he's managing the warehouse by himself. And he doesn't want to manage the warehouse anymore, so he brings a, um, a he hires a manager. If the manager is an effective manager by eighty percent, uh, then the owner of the warehouse has to remain overseeing things, you know, in order that the warehouse functions at one hundred percent. He has to be there to enforce that additional 20%. But if he gets a manager that's that's a perfect manager and is able to manage the warehouse fully and completely without the owner of the warehouse being present, then the mission is accomplished. Then the owner of the warehouse does not have to worry about the warehouse. And that complete manager who's a perfect representative of him who's perfectly trained by him, he can carry on the task of managing the warehouse. All of the prophets and the messengers that came before, they were, they did not reach that state of being the perfect representative of God. Muhammad was, he was the perfect manager for creation. And so all other messengers that were to come after Muhammad, they didn't have to come from God Almighty anymore. They could come from Muhammad, who the Muslims believe that even after the death of the Prophet Muhammad, that Muhammad is still alive. And for that reason, people visit the grave of the Prophet Muhammad and they believe that when they send salams upon the Prophet Muhammad, that the Prophet Muhammad responds and gives salams too, except for uh, extremist uh, Nasibis and, and people that consider everything to be uh, shirk. They don't believe that. But uh, the but even they believe that the Prophet Muhammad is alive, just like all martyrs are uh, alive and, and, and well. And so the Prophet Muhammad sends forward messengers from him, and they are the Imams and the Mahdi's. And, and so we know now that the door to elevation remains open. That the, 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 um, the people that were receiving prophecies before uh, by their bodies traveling at night and receiving communications from the angels, they still can do that post the Prophet Muhammad. They can receive it from the angels, but that um, nobody after the Prophet Muhammad will directly communicate with God because there's already somebody who's a perfect representative. Anything that they need, they can communicate uh, uh, with Muhammad sallallahu alaihi And so God continues to elevate people to the rank of prophethood, but they're receiving their prophecies from Muhammad or God in creation and that he's the one uh, whom is... 
communicating with the imams and he's managing their affairs and he has these abilities to enforce and act as a god for those whom uh, uh, you know all of the things that god used to do uh, for his messengers uh, of enforcing them and directing them and allowing and giving them the ability to perform miracles muhammad does the same for the imams that he sends he enforces them directs them uh, appears to them in dreams uh, gives them uh, abilities to perform miracles protects them uh, and this has happened also uh, in the past so it's not something that only took place exclusively uh, with the prophet muhammad uh, who was the perfect appearance of god but it was something uh, that also jesus who was a perfect representation of god in creation and who was a member uh, of the ahli kisat um, he also had the ability to do it i want to take your attention here uh, to uh, matthew and we're going to read these verses together and so uh, here it says woe to you teachers of the law and pharisees you hypocrites you shut the door of the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. You yourselves do not enter, nor will you let those enter who are trying to. You know, so here we have Jesus, and he's 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 confronting uh, the Pharisees who are trying to say that, oh no, after after the after this prophet or after that prophet, like you you can't have communication with God, and he's trying to limit mankind's relationship with the almighty these this is jesus's response to them now here's the the extremely important part you build tombs for the prophets and you decorate the graves of the righteous and you say if we had lived in the days of our ancestors we would not have taken part with them in shedding the blood of the prophets so you testify against yourselves that you are the descendants of those who murdered the prophets. Go ahead then and complete what your ancestors started. You snakes, you brood of vipers, how will you escape being condemned to hell? Therefore I, meaning Jesus, therefore I, meaning Jesus, am sending you prophets and sages and teachers so here jesus is saying that he is going to send forward the prophets and the messengers and the teachers some of them you will kill and crucify others you will flog in your synagogues and pursue from town to town and so upon you will come all the righteous blood that has been shed on earth from the blood of righteous abel to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berchiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Truly I tell you, all this will come on this generation. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets and stoned those sent to you. How often I have longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Okay, here's something really important. Go back to that, please. Here's something extremely important that we have. We have Jesus, and he's talking to the Pharisees. He's talking to the rabbis. And he's telling them that basically they're not going to see him again uh, until they have the willingness to accept 
all those messengers that will come to them saying that they're coming in the name of God, right? Or they're being sent forward uh, by God. And he's saying that he's going to establish the proof upon the Jews how he's going to send to them Abel. Abel wasn't sent to them. Abel was from the very beginning, the son of Adam. He's saying he's going to send to them Abel, and he's going to send to them Zechariah, and he's going to send to them the prophets and the sages, and they're going to prove uh, you know, that they are the murderers of the prophets and the messengers. And so if Jesus is saying that they're not going to see him again, when is it that he's going to uh, send forward uh, these prophets and messengers? He's going to send them forward after he is gone. And so we, we find that Jesus, after he is gone, he begins sending forward messengers from himself to the people. And we know that the 12 disciples were also called apostles, and they're also called rusul, or messengers. The 12 apostles, who were not direct messengers from God in the New Testament, they have all of the abilities that the prophets and the messengers who came before before, uh, them had. They had the ability to cast out demons. They had the ability to cure. They had the ability to speak in tongues and to prophesize the future. And yet they were not messengers directly from God, but they were messengers from the perfect manifestation of God in creation, messengers from Jesus. Just like uh, Ali ibn Abi Talib was the messenger of the messenger of Allah. The disciples were the messengers from the messenger of Allah. And in fact, the Prophet Muhammad he said that his that the twelve imams that come after him are the are the likeness of the disciples to Christ, and the disciples to Christ were messengers from him to creation. And by being a messenger from Jesus, it's the same thing. They're also messengers uh, from God. And uh, the Quran also uh, preserves in one of its verses the story, how the people of the, of the town, of the village, uh, that they were sent forward two messengers, and then they were enforced with a third messenger. And the town is, the town is uh, Antioch. And those messengers are known in all of the tafsir, uh, of the people to be messengers from Jesus, and they receive this title, messengers. And so uh, messengers from God, and, and the Quran is, is, is speaking of those messengers from Jesus as messengers from him. And so a messenger from the, the, the perfect messenger of God are messengers from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the 12 imams are messengers, and they are prophets, and they came uh, uh, from the Prophet Muhammad and therefore they came from God. But the difference is, is that they weren't sent directly by God, but rather they were sent by the perfect manifestation uh, of God in creation. And so what happens in the beginning times continues to happen afterwards. And uh, that uh, leaves us now in this day and age, and, and that is the the time of Imam al-Mahdi alayhi uh, Imam al-Mahdi uh, being uh, one of the uh, 12 Imams, whether it's him or whether it's the Mahdi's, they are uh, messengers from the messenger uh, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
And the Qa'im and his companions, they are messengers from those perfect messengers. Who's the one who sends forward the Qa'im and his companions? Rasulullah. Who's the one who appointed them? Rasulullah. Who's the one who spoke about them coming? Rasulullah. And therefore, the Mahdi, the Qa'im, the companions, the 313, they are all messengers from Rasulullah. And not just from Rasulullah, but from Jesus Christ. And uh, they were sent forward to represent and accomplish what all of those prophets and messengers, the 124,000 that were sent, were unable to accomplish in their time. For they were appointed by God, and they were meant to inherit the earth, and they were meant to establish the jurisprudence as a practice on the earth, whether it was the jurisprudence of Moses or Abraham or Noah or Jesus or Muhammad, and they were unable to do so. And so those messengers sinned forward, the companions of the Qa'im in order to protect him, to enforce him, to fight by his side, to preach by his side, and to um, implement the jurisprudences that they were unable to implement in their time. And so the coming of these companions are the coming of the former prophets and messengers. And so now the, the picture begins to become clear and the puzzle is coming together. We have Jesus who's sending forward messengers from him. And he's stating that these messengers that he's going to send are the prophets and messengers. And that they're not just prophets and messengers or at the rank of prophets and messengers, but they're actually the reincarnation of previous prophets and messengers that came uh, before, like Abel and like Zechariah. And we have the Prophet Muhammad also sending forward messengers. And those, those are uh, the imams, uh, peace be upon them, and the Qa'im and his companions. And without a shadow of a doubt, just like Jesus said that he would be sending forward the former prophets and messengers, we do have narrations that state that the Prophet Muhammad is saying that all of the prophets and messengers that came before are going to return in the Rajab and uh, in a return with the Qa'im uh, in that uh, in that day, that time that we're in today in order that they may be by his side. And the narrations state that those uh, prophets and messengers that died before, uh, they would choose to come forward uh, and and uh, support. And they're mentioned by name and, and not just them, but the saints as well, like the seven sleepers and the companions of Rasulullah. And uh, many hadiths mention this, and we have a whole episode that talks about uh, uh, reincarnation and the Raja uh, that people can watch on this on this channel. Uh, so in short, uh, a person can still draw close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and reach the rank of uh, prophethood and he can become a messenger and God never closes his doors of communication uh, with creation uh, and the Prophet Muhammad stating that he was the final messenger is only because he was the perfect manager for creation and so it didn't need anymore that God sends anybody else directly from him because he had the perfect manager uh, in place who has now delegated the affairs of creation and Muhammad as part of uh, managing the affairs of creation 
would send forward for every day and age a messenger that will call the people, a guide that will lead them to the truth and a warner uh, whenever uh, they are uh, astray. And so this was uh, important for uh, uh, to be clear and to be clarified uh, because um, uh, because of uh, uh, because of the fact that um, uh, as part of our dawah uh, we uh, believe in and preach and we speak uh, prophecies and we are sent by uh, the previous prophets and messengers and. Uh, and uh, there will be a lot more that we will say about that, inshallah, in the uh, coming episodes. Thank you, Owner. Thank you, also.